How many kids do you think you could fight? Uh, how, old are they, how old are they? I have one, sir, consecutively. Let's say they're coming at you in a line. In a line, one <laughs> oh, at a like, time? I don't like know. You're, you're in a hallway, and, I don't know, a bunch of 5th, 6th graders are coming at you? 5th and 6th graders? That's yeah. dangerous. 10 and 11. <laughs> how right. wide is the hallway? Do I have sorry, all my so, police gear? So, what do you mean? Do you have all <laughs> <laughs> Todd just fucking going at him, or what? <laughs> still in the taser. <laughs> so, the, sorry, the hallway is how many feet wide? About four feet. Four feet wide, narrow yeah, hallway. Wow. It is narrow. Are there lockers and you can shove them the walls in? Absolutely. Okay. So, this so the good. walls are lockers, and what is the floor made of? Lava. Jello. <laughs> <laughs> and I think we all got bigger problems. <laughs> no, it's easy, easy. As long as they can't creators. push you, just yeah, fucking into the lava, into the lava. Into climb the lava. on the kids on top of the lockers, and then you just gotta wait them out. <laughs> yeah, but kids are vicious, man. They'll wait. Yeah. In the in lava? lava? <laughs> Who knows, man? Okay, well, I digress. I could kill a bunch of fucking fourth and fifth graders, sixth and seventh graders. What was it? It doesn't matter. Eighth grade sixth. and below, I can kill a bunch of them. In <laughs> <laughs> oh, below. Here's what I do. I'll, I'm going to be honest with you. I open one locker, and then I just crack it so that I can take the locker off, and then mm. we're just boom, You're face, not strong boom, to do face, that. boom, face. It's called leverage, Scotty. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> And I don't need to be strong. I just need to throw all my weight into it. Ayo. Ayo. <laughs> you know, with all the school shootings these days. <laughs> and the FBI knocks down our doors. We're in Canada. Not we want to be all right, we're not, we're not included. FBI, open up. You think the FBI won't come to Canada for a threat like this? They absolutely will. <laughs> They're listening okay. right now. Did anybody delete the first 10 minutes of this recording? No, okay, they've no. already listened, man. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Dicey D20. My name is Noah, Dungeon Master, and I am joined here by our players. We have Dabble Dob Doppet. Heyo! Wizard, how's it going, Dabble Dob? Fantastic. Early morning, ready to get it started. Early morning, ready to... rare to go, some would say. Rare to go. Okay, we are also joined by Gragrock, the destroyer of worlds. How's it going, Gragrock? Great. That's all you got? I've been up for hours and I'm ready to get this started. Okay, so you're excited. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Destroyer of worlds or rocker of worlds? Mm. He rocks my world. Yeah, I rock it to destruction. (laughs) (laughs) That was probably one of my favorite rants of Tyson McKay was Dabblecock and his fucking sex wizard. <laughs> sex robot, damn it. Whatever. <laughs> and we are also joined by Tyson McKay, Planeswalker extraordinaire. Tyson, how's it going? Good, man. You know, besides being blind. Yeah, no, it's it's definitely, Get it's definitely over the it. best thing that could have... <laughs> You're right, I'm over it. <laughs> that's what I needed. Tough love. That's good. Sometimes that's uh, that's the most folk way, is to give tough love and... Uh, well, it's working, obviously. We are also joined by Fievel Mazentrov. Fievel, how is it going? Pretty good. You know, I'm excited to be out on the sea. They call me the old salt out there, so... Uh... Okay, I'm not going to lie. I feel like the listeners need to know this. It's These a, guys know they're going on a ship. A sailor that has a great deal of experience out at sea. Oh, I'm aware of what an old salt is. <laughs> if you think I didn't do my research on <laughs> ship terminology and slang... You're sorely mistaken. But no, this guy, This guy. first thing he says as we get on the call, 
get ready <laughs> because I've learned a bunch of terminology and pirate slang for these episodes. Also, you guys know the ship that you're on isn't a ship of pirates, right? Like, Ari the Gambler is... Not yet. <laughs> okay. So it looks like we might have mutiny uh, to look forward to. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, that is correct. Our players are making their way to Malvista, or if they're already in Malvista, fantastic. They're making their way to the docks. As Show we us. are about to begin our journey to the Cobalt Isles, we are going to start things off with Dabblecock and the sex robot. Alrighty. Yeah, last we left you guys, you had been hanging out with your boy at the Griffins and Gargoyles magic shop. Yes, we have. Bogus Battle Branch. You guys were just walking out of the store. Now, you guys have a, an evening in Malvista, so what I wanted to do was you know, see what it is that you guys wanted to do with your last night on mainland. Before you head out to sea. I gotta get my sea legs ready. I don't know how I'm gonna do that. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, drink I got a lot of water. Yeah. Yeah. Drink a lot of water. Drink a lot of water. <laughs> drink a lot of water. <laughs> you could just you could just use one of those elliptical machines for like six hours. You get off there pretty pretty wobbly. That's the only yeah, thing I got. But my for you. legs I'd have to get like a customized one because my legs are just a wee too short. Also they'd also have to make elliptical machines. <laughs> <laughs> easy peasy. I'm a wizard, man. I can do it. <laughs> I don't know, what do you want to do? Well, you know, the saying is shop till you drop, and I haven't dropped yet, so I'm, I'm going to spin around and go right back here and do more shopping. <laughs> okay, so the door, the bell over top of uh, Griffins and Gargoyles just dingled as you walked your way out, and you are turning right back around. Yeah, well, I know this has not been a lot of uh, time in-game. But no, I've it's been, been seconds. I've been thinking of this <laughs> for months. Okay, so, so you walk back into Griffins and Gargoyles, and Bogus slams his hand down on the table and he says, What is it that I can help you with now? Bogus, I'm, I'm here to make your night. Uh, I, I noticed. <laughs> that could you want to rephrase that? <laughs> yeah, Fievel, can I get a nautical translation for here to make your night? You just called him a son of a biscuit eater, and I don't think that's going to go well. <laughs> Plus 100 experience points, Fievel. I'm glad that Thank you're you. really getting into the, the, sea, the sea way. Uh, so Bogus did ask you what it is that you're looking to accomplish, achieve. What are you doing back here? Well, I, uh, I think I'll be uh, ready to part ways with the Dragon Tooth Mall that I've been carrying around. Since we spoke a few minutes ago, you yeah. seemed pretty against giving up the Dragon Tooth Mall. Well, it's because I didn't hear a price I liked, but uh, I'm thinking, I'm thinking we, we might be able to come to an agreement. So he, he eyes the Dragon Tooth Mall on your back and he says, So what kind of price were you... Well, what are you uh, thinking? I, you know, as he's saying that, I'll take it off my back and put it on the table so he can get a good look at Woody. Okay, it very loudly clunks on the table. Yeah. It's, a, it's an adult or older dragon's tooth. And as he inspects it, he says, hmm, puts his finger against the tip of the, the dragon's tooth, smelling his finger for a second and then wiping it off on his clothes. He says, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a black dragon's tooth. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I know that someone of your caliber can fetch a pretty good penny for Oh, if I had the right buyer, I mean, a weapon like this could go for 90. It's quite old. I know you can get more for, more for it than that. Perhaps I could get more for it, but I'd be taking a damn risk. A risk that's going to pay out well in, in so what is it your that favor. So what's your magic number, then? Because it is a, it's a handsome piece. It is, it is. I figured uh, that we could do a bit of a, a trade. And what items did you have in mind? What are you looking for? Well... Part of the funds, or part of the trade, would be the slime, which I just purchased. So you don't have to worry about that note of mark. You can just rip that up. Mm-hmm. 
And then uh, I feel like with this adventure, Dabbledob and I could use just a couple more things from your wares. <laughs> Dabbledob's face is killing me. <laughs> just super stoked. Okay. More items from your wares. Um, both of us are pretty tricked out at the moment, but we, we might have room for another ring or two. Um, if you're looking for rings... I do have a couple nice pieces in stock. Yeah, to help you narrow it down here, preferably something, anything to do with AC or health. Okay, so he thinks for a moment and then walks over to a glass case, which has many different rings with small, uh, tiny, like, toe tags attached to them with their names on them. He pulls out two separate rings. One is in a scrawling script marked the Ring of the Champion, and the other is marked the Underfoot Ring. He places the Ring of the Champion in front of you, Greg Rock, and he places the underfoot ring in front of you, Dabbledob. <laughs> <laughs> Great. We'll take it. So he explains the ring of the champion first as he says, This bright silver ring was created for a champion long ago to heal him in battle. When you are healed by any effect, you may roll hit dice as well to heal as if you'd taken a rest. That sounds pretty sick. That's dare I say exactly what I'm looking for. <laughs> 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 and he looks over to you, Dabbledob, and he says, The underfoot ring is a small steel ring. It appears plain and dull compared to the ring of the champion, but don't be concerned. What this ring lacks in luster, it makes up for in muster, my friend. Just like Dabbledob. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> there is an engraving of a large circle and a smaller circle within that circle on this ring. And he says, This ring grants you a plus two bonus to your AC against attacks made by a creature at least one size category larger than yourself. As just a wee fella, this could be quite useful. Yeah, that's that's everyone. Yeah, everyone's, <laughs> pretty, uh, everyone's pretty a little bigger than me, so... Uh, there are tiny creatures in D&D, but I mean, yeah, they're... We don't waste don't, our time fighting I, them. We just yeah, bribe them with cookies. I step on them. However, I feel the need to tell you that any attack made against you by a creature at least one size smaller than you has a plus two bonus on their roll. Easy peasy, I don't care. <laughs> so he looks at the both of you and he says, The ring of the champion goes for, oh, 38.5. And the underfoot ring, I'd let go for 40. Okay, so so how about this? Rip up that original note of Mark I gave you for slime. Done, he says as he rips it up. <laughs> this is why I like you, boys. <laughs> Wait, never mind, I changed my mind. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so you rip that up. I'll give you the Dragon Tooth Maul for mm-hmm. Slime, those two rings, and then we'll write you a new note of mark, because I believe that's a little higher in, on our end. We'll write you a new note of mark for 40000 Hmm. I'll tell you what. You're both good customers of mine. I spent a good amount of coin in my shop. You write me a note of mark for thirty, and we'll, we'll call it a deal. Wow, an even better deal. Damn, Brackets. I love it. What are you doing tonight? Me, myself, my boy. I'm uh, having a few drinks. One of my favorite establishments. Mmm, doubled up drinks. A lot. (laughs) (laughs) More than he should. (laughs) Well, I'll tell you what. If you're up for a good dwarven pub, there's one in the the Lower East Side. Might meet you there. So he nods and he says, The note of Mark and I'll let you walk away with the rings and slime. I write him his new note of mark for 30,000. Fantastic. He, not sensually, but he's very interested in this dragon tooth mall, so he takes that almost like he's holding a child and kind of walks it to the back and says, you can let yourselves out. 
All right. Thanks, Bogus. See you later. He's going to do dirty things for that. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> okay. For uh, more dealings with Bogus Battle Branch, I'm going to hand you guys each 500 experience points. Awesome. And the cool night air hits you right in the face on your way out the door. The small bell overhead ringing and the smells and sounds of Malvista at night greet you as you walk onto the street. Okay. You want to head to the pub? You can you can have dinner. We can have some drinks with Bogus, and then get ready for the ship in the morning. Sounds good. You better have, uh, if I remember correctly, fire water. Yeah, dwarven fire water. Yeah, yes, they that's, do. That's yeah, a yeah, good shit yeah. right there. Okay, uh, so, so our adventurers Dabbledob and Gregory are on their way to the lower east side of Malvista, heading towards a dwarven pub with the hopes of meeting their their very good friend Bogus Battlebranch. It's at this point that we're gonna switch things over to our two other fantastic players. Sorry. <laughs> so you got something you want to say? No, no. I just choked a little bit. No, Choking. no, no. Come out with it. <laughs> no, no, I think I'm good. Oh, God, you guys really know how to make a tight-knit team that <laughs> cooperates, works together, loves each other. <clears throat> hey, I love them. I never said I didn't love them. Fair enough, you did not say that. <laughs> okay, we are moving things along to Taysa McKay and Fievel Mazentrov. Now, last we left you guys, you were mounting the drake and beginning to fly towards Malvista. Is this correct? That is correct. It is. Yeah. Let's get flying. Fantastic. Okay. Onwards, uh, Chopper! <laughs> okay, so Chopper grumbles, but does not respond with words. And uh, it's Taysa McKay who's riding shotgun, correct? Yes. Okay. Sure. Chopper launches himself into the air and has a huge drake. He's very strong. His wings batter and make lots of sound as he ascends into the sky. It is colder up here, but if you have a mouse and trove, you're obviously a mouse with a lot of fur and a lot of extra folds of skin from your wings. So you're nice and toasty. But Tyson, you do notice it's a little bit cold up in the upper tiers of the sky. Oh my god, I'm freezing to death. Tyson, give me your blanket. What? What blanket? <laughs> That thing that you have in your hands. What do I have in my hands? <laughs> I don't actually know. <laughs> yes, I'm confused off, too. You took off Rogar, you idiot. Just because you're blind doesn't mean you're stupid, okay? I think I put it in my pack. I'll, I'll grab it. <laughs> and I don't think it's a blanket. I think it's... Correct me if I'm wrong, Now I, I believe it's like a sigil cloth. I'll correct you. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, you're correct. It is, it is a sigil. So, so the cloth is roughly... 8 to 10 inches in width, and it's nearly 4 feet long. So by no means a blanket, right? No, by no means a blanket. No. Okay. Should I didn't know you had his body in up. your hands. So, well, I knew you had it, but I just didn't know you were manhandling it. No, I mean, when I looted Rogar's body... <laughs> <laughs> gently. You the word looted? Gently. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, gently. God, Rogar's gone. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I took a lot of his stuff, and one of the things was that sigil cloth. So, you know, I'm going to do something better than give it to Fievel, because that seems like a bad idea already. Almost what? Gonna... It would be better than giving it to Fievel. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to fold it up nicely and then wrap it around my scarred eyes and so they can't see my eyes. Yeah, no, that's, a, that's a good idea. Yeah, it's got kind of a little monk vibe going on there. Yeah. Did you multi-class always... in monk without telling me? Shit. He found out guys. <laughs> no, that's, that's very good. And you know what? For the emotional aspect of that act, you know what I mean? 
It's Rogar's sigil. You lost your eyes. You lost Rogar. I'm going to hand you 500 experience points, Tyson. Okay, I like where you're going with it. Could have you just got on the ship and found yourself two different eye patches? Absolutely. <laughs> Would have you looked ridiculous? For sure. But I like, I like, I like the way you're going with it. Thanks, man. I just no want problem. Rogar to be remembered somehow. I think that's a that's an admirable goal. I think we should all remember Rogar as often as we can. <laughs> <laughs> and you guys are soaring towards Malvista. Now, Chomper is uber fast compared to traveling by foot or by horse, especially by cart. So within the next three hours, you'll be reaching Malvista well before the, the morning time departure of the Royale and Ari. Is there anything that you guys would like to do while you're flying? Well, I'm a little cold, so I think I snuggle up to Fievel a little bit. Hi. <laughs> I take out my uh, wraith cloak, and I'll put it on and drape it over myself and Tyson. Wow. And I'll it's just like attune a, to like it in the meantime. Costume. <laughs> <laughs> or a zebra, nope. you know, you're the head yeah. and he's the hump. I'll, just, <laughs> I'll tell Tyson, <laughs> no one can see us except with true sight. Oh. oh, are you are you attuned to that race club? I'm not. I'm not. Okay, so you're lying then. But I believe him wholeheartedly. Okay, I like how you believe him without him even rolling for it. The trust levels are strong with you guys. I mean, it's I all can't darkness him, to so. me. Yeah. So the the last minutes of night and the early hours of the morning pass as you guys quickly find yourselves flying up and over Malvista. What we'll do at this very moment, before you guys make your descent, your your final descent, you know, tray tables up in their upright positions, seats, seat backs up as well. That could have been said way better. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. No, no, you nailed it. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for flying. Thank you for flying with Chopper Airlines. <laughs> Kazumbo Airlines, thank you. I refuse to use that. Name. <laughs> Yeah, before you guys make your descent into Malavista, what we can do is we can touch back in with Dabbledob and Gregory, see how their night went and where they ended up staying. You ended up finding a small pub, and it was indeed filled with dwarves. However, Bogus was not there. <gasps> Bogus wasn't there? Bogus the wasn't man. there. Like, for the whole night? Yeah, he did not arrive. But there did was at least like get a... some firewater? Oh, yes. Yeah, for sure. Lots? Yeah, there's a, a nice dwarven barmaid. Ooh. He pours you a couple of glasses of fire water. that bank teller, though? Shit. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about the bank teller. <laughs> yeah, until this moment. I, I did not. <laughs> I did How not. How can you forget about her, man? Yeah, what she took our money. money. Oh. oh, God, what a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there are guys who are into that, eh? I watched a Vice documentary on guys who are, like, their sexual gratification is having these women who just, like, say, I'm taking your money, and they take their money. Oh, that's wow. weird, eh, guys? It's <laughs> <laughs> like, that's so weird. And this isn't a, c- a cry for help, guys. This isn't me saying I've dug myself a, a, a whole I'm in severe death right now. <laughs> okay, so there's a nice dwarven barmaid, but you're saying no. Yeah, I resist. <laughs> I resist. Shit on succubus. I'm giving like you a drink for this. I resist. Just giving you a drink. Okay, I don't like dwarves anyway. Oh, racist. Okay, oh, well, no, right. just I'd like I won't sleep with them. Uh, <laughs> well, that's better. No, no, like I, I don't think they shouldn't have any rights. I just don't want them to use the same water fountains, and I want them to use different schools. No, I understand where you're coming from. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah, all okay. logical. Same. Okay, I'm gonna grab my drink, and we're gonna go sit at an open spot. 
Okay. Yeah, there are. There's no like back room or anywhere cool he'd be. No, there's not. No. Bogus has just not arrived. It's probably getting laid. Bummer. It probably is. He's a cool guy. Just made you know a sweet trade. He did. Shit. Should we look for him? Bogus. <laughs> <laughs> All I can say is my vision is now blurred. Yeah. He's had a couple dwarven fire waters. The guys. Yeah, the night's over. All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, there are lodgings actually down below the bar. Stone beds with many furs. I think Dabbledob prefers the gutter. Yeah. Actually, I'm a dirty, I'm a dirty <laughs> boy. Is there an alley out back? Yeah, there's alleys all over the place. It's I don't a wanna, port city. I don't, I don't want to be late for the ship. So so instead of sleeping in a real bed, you choose to <laughs> sleep on the street. Well, not on the well, street. We'll drunkenly stumble our way. Well, he'll drunkenly stumble, and what am I saying? I'll carry him. Probably. Okay. <laughs> uh, down to the... You want to be right at the port for, yeah. for daybreak? Yeah. Okay. You know, there's going to the beach. There's nothing better than being wasted. And just feeling the ocean air smoke you in the face. Get that on a fucking shirt right now. <laughs> <laughs> because never no. before have I resonated with the statement so much. Anywho, that's where we shall go. Okay, so you have a couple of drinks of Dwarven Firewater. Bogus Battle Branch doesn't show up. Are you getting any food while you're there? Yeah. Quick snack. I'll have the eggplant farm. <laughs> <laughs> Pete Holmes reference. And so you got your eggplant farm. You got your dwarven fire water. I'm ready to go. You're ready to go. Yeah. So you guys hit the streets. I'm assuming you're paying? Well, I probably should. Yeah. Dinner was four silver pieces. Dine and dash, you pussies. You're leaving yeah, the city pounds. anyway. Oh, <laughs> four silver pieces. Yeah, I'm assuming you only had two dwarven fire waters. Is that all it takes? No, it's not all it takes. I'm just... I don't know why I'm assuming. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> How many dwarven fire waters would you like to drink? Mmm... Well, I want to be hungover tomorrow, but I don't want to be too hungover. Okay. Um, so, four? Five. Call it five. <laughs> <laughs> I like where you're at. Okay, so then it'll be seven silver pieces. Easy piecey. Sold. All right. So you hand over seven silver pieces to the barmaid. She... I'll give her a wink. You saucy minx. <laughs> Does bang tell the girl mean nothing to you? I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> Out of confusion in his voice. Uh, I don't know. On trip, he's gonna have plenty of time to sort it out. Yeah. So you guys head through the streets of Malvista. Many a person on the street at night. Sailors coming out of bars and other establishments, more seedier establishments, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, women now their arms around ladies of the night. Mm-hmm. Even some children running around Malvista in the late hours of the evening. Now, contain yourself, okay? We don't want no. Half-robot children. (laughs) (laughs) That episode of Family Guy where Brian and Stewie have kids and they're all fucking messed up because they're half-dog, half-person. That would be like what your children would be, but like Terminators. (laughs) (laughs) Sure, sure. Let's let's delve into the logistics of that, shall we? (laughs) That's a good place to spend our time. (laughs) Ah, So you guys head down to the docks. Uh, The docks are relatively unwalked in the evenings. A lot of the people who are working down at the docks don't stay at the docks. However, there are some ships where the crews are residents aboard the vessel, so you do see a fair amount of sailors down at the docks at this time. And you guys are just looking for a good spot to kind of hang out. For the ocean air to smack me in the face. So you're going to head all the way to the end of the docks. Is there a little little section of beach there for Double Dub to curl up on? Melvis is more of an iron shore as opposed to a beach. Okay, is there a rock for him to curl up on? There are many rocks to curl up on. I'm just saying you can head to the very end structure of the docks 
where you can kind of dangle your feet at the end of the docks and you can look out at the ocean. That would be the oh, reason. With the moon reflecting. Okay, oh. yeah, that's hot. Let's yeah. do that. That's romantic. Fantastic. For a romantic time spent on the docks, I'm going to hand you each 200 experience points. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Just like daddy drew it up. Okay, so Delvedal eventually falls asleep and Greg Rock, you're just going to sit and ponder existence. I'm going to, you know, do my power down, Shut med- down. meditation. Fantastic. As the sun rises, your power down, you know, you're obviously aware of the sun rising in its full extent. Oh, yeah. Yeah. As the early hours of the, the morning, the first hours of light arrive, uh, the docks become much busier, kind of men getting an early start on the day. And it's at this time that overhead, very far in the sky, you do notice the outline of a, a large creature. To anyone else, it would look to be a bird. I'll shake Dowledon and say, what? A bird. Shoot, shoot it! Shoot it! No shoot plane. it! <laughs> Plus 100 experience points. Yes, you're correct. It is too short. Well, I'm just saying, you guys know Chomper, so you know what he looks like from, from down on the ground. Other people could be mistaken and think that it's just, just a very small... Oh, so should I holler at the pedestrians and tell them not to panic? No Take one panic. That, that is a dragon. <laughs> Take cover. It's okay. He's with us. Uh, everybody, try not to freak the flock. The flock out. Yeah, yeah, it's good. <laughs> stuck between two words there. Don't freak the flock <laughs> Okay, we are going to... What, what, what is it that you guys would like to do? It's the early hours of the morning. Morning time on the third day, you guys have to be at the vessel. That's what we shall do. Yeah, okay. I'm gonna wake Dabble Dab up, see if he needs to puke off the end of the pier. Mm-hmm. And uh, oh, he's good. Good. No, yeah, he only had five dwarven only five. Yeah, yeah. He's good. So, uh, Child's play. We will make our way over to uh, the gambler. The gambler. Already the gambler, and then his ship, the Royale. Okay, so you guys make your way towards the vessel. We are going to transition things over as you guys are walking to the vessel to Tyson McKay mm. and to Fievel Mazentrov. And to Chomper, the Drake. What is it that you guys would like to do? You know, it's the early hours of the morning, and you can see Malvista kind of bustling down below as the city gets into swing of another day of labor. What is it that you would like to do? How would you like to get down to the vessel? I was going to say land ho because you, you don't actually know. Oh, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel the need to tell you, and maybe this is a shock surprise. <laughs> That you have been over land the entire time. What? This is not your first time seeing land. Oh In my fact, god. This town you came from was on land. And the space between the town you came from and Melvista, that was all land as well. Wait, we were on land the whole time? Say my apologies. <laughs> Pirate Master led me wrong on the internet. Right? Land <laughs> ho is when you, you're seeing <laughs> land for the first time after not seeing land for a little bit. He said okay. anytime you see a land that you've seen before, but... It's been a while. Oh. I'm going to write a review right. on his page. And I'm going to say, you fucker, you embarrassed me in front of my DM. <laughs> you embarrassed me. Yeah, what, I, what I'm saying is you wouldn't say land ho whilst traveling over land. You would All say right. land ho when you're on a vessel. And yes, you've seen land. So you go land ho. Okay. I asked Fievel what that means. <laughs> Probably smart. No time to explain. Chomper, we're going to make a landing right in the water by the pier over there. Can Chomper swim? Chomper can swim. He is a huge drake. I mean, drakes okay. sometimes even enjoy swimming. All right. Uh, we well, ain't here for pleasure. This is all business. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, you be sure to let him know that as he lands. Uh, Chomper, no fun out there. So where is it that you would like to land, Fievel and Chomper? Can we see the, the ship that we are going on? 
Yeah, correct. The Royale has, uh, over the past three days, been kitted out, getting ready for its journey to the Cobalt Isles through Elathrion. So what has happened is they've actually been re-anchored, and it is currently tied up near the end of one of the, the docking structures, just making it easier so it doesn't have to navigate through a bunch of ships on its way out of port. Okay, so we'll just hover down, hop on the ship real quick, and it's far enough out that if guards do come, Chopper will be long gone by the time they get there. Okay, so you're going to hop off while he's flapping his wings, or are you going to let him land in the water, or what, what are we... Uh, while he's flapping his wings. Sounds good. Let's, let's make it challenging for Tyson. Okay. <laughs> Start the engine. <laughs> Fantastic. So Chopper dives towards the end of the docking structures at Malvista, and there are many cries and shouts, oohs and ahs, as Chopper is flapping his wings near the dock. Luckily, the sails of the Royale are not unfurled, so there's you know no damage being done to the actual fabric. Thank goodness. <laughs> Thank goodness for me. <laughs> I'm concerned about these things. As should you be if you're getting on this vessel. That's what I'm saying. Thank goodness he's not wrecking the freaking ship that we just spent three days preparing. Yeah. Chomper is nearly 15 feet up off the ground. It's very hard for him to hover much lower than that. Tyson, jump. <laughs> Are we seeing this happen? Oh, yeah. You're, you're currently I? standing... On like the right dock, there. looking at the Royale, and you're seeing, yeah, they're at the end of the dock. Uh, okay. And I can see how, you know, this this blind man struggling to get off a flying drake. I mean, you don't know I'm blind. <laughs> no, he does, because you, yeah, you have a cloth over your eyes. Either that or you're making this more challenging for yourself on purpose. Talent. <laughs> you guys watch this. Hold <laughs> my beer, watch this. Yes, you do see this. Alright, well, I'll, I'll go near. I'll, I'll go closer to see what's going on. Okay, so you go closer. Yeah. Now you see that Chomper being a huge drake, mm-hmm. three-headed. All the sailors are kind of up in arms. They're concerned about the size of Chomper and him being so close. Not many people have... None of them have seen a drake or a dragon before, let alone a three-headed one. Are we above land right now or water? <laughs> you are above water. You're at the end of the docking. Oh, they're above water? Okay, I don't need to catch them then. They're fine. Yeah, we're just okay, I, we're just hopping off, Tyson, and I grab his I, his pant leg and I say, "Let's go!" And I jump while holding onto his pant. Leg. <laughs> I, I cast stone skin on myself. <laughs> stone skin is is to improve your AC. Is that not correct? Target has resistance to non magical bludgeoning, piercing, or slashing. So I feel falling to the ground might be bludgeoning. Correct, but it is water that you're falling towards. Yeah, I don't uh, know yeah. that though. <laughs> yeah, that, no, that's fair. He hasn't explained okay. anything to me. <laughs> <laughs> no, he hasn't. He said, "Let's go, Tyson," and then he grabbed your pant leg. Fievel, you're only about forty pounds. I'm gonna need a strength check if you're trying to do anything like pull Tyson McKay off of the Drake. Come on, Tyson, quit resisting with a two or wait a four with my pluses. Okay. I feel like only a not one in strength from Tyson McKay could fail this. It's, it is a not one. <laughs> God <Okay>. damn it. <laughs> uh, so, Tyson McKay, not only are your pants ripped by Devil as he grasps them and falls off the Drake, but you are also torn from the Drake and you both tumble into the, the ocean, into the water. Can I, but as I see them obviously falling, can I? cast levitate on them oh to keep them up that is uh that is quite the choice there dabbled up levitate can be used on creatures or objects yeah correct can you cast it on more than one creature or object at once 
That's the problem. That's my only concern. Yeah. Save me. Definitely do one. one. It's one creature or one object. Yeah. Wait, no, how fat are you guys? Because like yeah, I'm only 500 pounds. Yeah, no, neither of them are 500 pounds. Even <laughs> together, they're not 500 pounds. <laughs> Bale's 40. I just said that. Which means that Pace and McKay would need to be 460 pounds. <laughs> you concerned. No, I'm not that overweight, well, okay? They're holding on to each other. One's Bale holding on. is hanging on to Tyson McKay's pants. He's ripped them slightly in the leg, and he's ripped him off the drape. Well, then I'll levitate him, and he'll still be holding on. Yeah, we'll see. Okay. <laughs> so you cast Levitate on Tyson McKay, and Tyson, you immediately feel yourself suspended midair. So not falling, but you feel a sense of weightlessness. Do you want this? I well, mean... Well, he, it's not like you can ask him... Well, cast <laughs> if he, if he Yo, do you want this? Say yes or no? Okay. <laughs> if he doesn't want this, like... Then I consent, I consent. I feel like he's not in a position to be aware. Unsuspecting. He's unsuspecting, I, I you know what I mean? And I feel like if he does choose to fight it, he can let you know right now. But he would I know... Have, we wouldn't, he wouldn't know beforehand. Gotcha. I have gotcha. no clue what's going on anyway, so... <laughs> okay. I'll be more so, confused, but... Sure. Tyson, okay, you are hovering, and Fievel, I'm going to need a strength check out of you so that you're not ripped... You know what I mean? Like, all of a sudden, Tyson McKay's levitating. I feel like you need to make sure that you hang on. That's a 16. Okay, so you absolutely do hang on. Tyson McKay's pants just ripping a little bit more as your weight kind of pulls down on the fabric there. They're just dangling at the end of the dock right now? They're just dangling can at I, the end of the dock. Can I reach them? Uh, you cannot reach them, unfortunately. Unless well, can, you use one of your weapons to kind of hook them and pull them in. I can, I can move them. You can move them, I know. <laughs> but this, that sounded fun. <laughs> it did sound fun until we had a better idea. So you're going to move them in towards the dock and drop them? Yeah. Yeah, okay. I'm not gonna set them. I'm not gonna totally set them down politely, though. Right. So five feet. So you drop them at the end of the dock, and Chomper actually is now going to, with a few more very powerful wing strokes, pull his way up into the air and disappear up into the cloud cover above. First of all, I'd like to hand you both a hundred experience points for that fantastic entrance to Malvista. I'd like to hand Dabbledob actually three hundred. I was going to say uh, I had a part of this. Levitate was probably the the best part of that whole experience. <laughs> Nothing like two spells to get off a Drake. Yeah, that couldn't have been done easier. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> that was definitely the easiest way to do that. Okay, so all the sailors are now looking at Tyson and Fiel, and uh, some of them are looking at Dabbledob, but Gragrock, you know, you're kind of a Standing in my way? Did no, he no, drop? you know, it's just, it's just, you know, no, you know how when everyone's eyes are on you and it can be embarrassing when you fucked up? And you're not feeling that because you didn't mess up and you're not feeling that because you did something really cool. Tyson doesn't feel it because, uh, you know, he's blind. <laughs> <laughs> but Fievel, you can't help but feel like everyone's eyes on you are on you and it's a little bit, you know, they're not good looks, Fievel. <laughs> I get provoked. I call Chomper down. <laughs> Burn the city again. <laughs> um, all right, so I'm on my hands and knees right now. I assume. Yeah, you guys are just in a tumbled mess on the docks. I'm like just scrambling. I'm out of breath. I, <laughs> what's going on, people? Where, Tyson, where are we? You can fly. Oh my god. <laughs> You know, I, I'm actually not convinced that Fievel doesn't think <laughs> that can fly. Yeah, I don't think it's deception. I think he no, I think he really that, believes yeah. that. Yeah. <clears throat> oh my god. 
I, that still doesn't answer my question. Where are we? What happened? <laughs> <laughs> We're in uh, Malvista at the ship. We are ready to go off on our journey, and this crew is just giving us some weird looks right now. I don't know why. Must be because they're us. humans. <laughs> <laughs> Well, the um, racism in this game thread is strong today. <laughs> People are looking at me weird. Must be because they're humans. Some of them aren't human, by the way. Fiala. I just assumed. Damn it! <laughs> at least two of them are a gnome and a warforged, and they're both looking um, at you. Probably the strangest of all. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I stand up and brush myself off, and I go. Are we at the ship right now? Like, are we on it? No, we're near it, right, right beside it. Daldov and Gregory, you are just a few feet from Tyson and Fievel. Is there anything that you'd like to... Seeing guy, these guys for the first time in days. One of them seems maimed. <laughs> are you just narrating? <laughs> yes. <laughs> if that's Gregrock's new bit, I'll be so happy. <laughs> what would you like to say? I'm seeing them for the first time in days. One seems maimed. Another adventure, Rogar, I believe it was. I don't know where he is. <laughs> I'd yet to see him. Maybe he's under the tree. Me. Though I don't have emotions, I'm starting to feel them the more that I hang around these humans. <laughs> Another distressing thought that I've had recently. <laughs> that would be great. Yeah. Okay, new bit. <laughs> new bit. No, so you guys are a few feet away. I will approach. This is that player to player interaction. So Greg Rock, the seven foot tall fair, fair. metal and wood warforged has approached and is right up in front of Tyson McKay and Fievel. Tyson, you obviously hear him coming. He's a loud, mechanical warforged. Oh god, who's there? I think we just discovered that I'm healthy on this last uh, mission. So You're saying it's a wooden dock and you're made of metal. So, so you're going to make a little bit of clunking sounds as you walk over the wood. Plumber. Okay. Um, I'm going to say, uh, well, nice of you guys to uh, to join us. Uh, aren't we, we one short? Ragrock, is that you? Yes. I, I hug him. Aww. Wow. Tyson, I'm going to hand you 150 experience points for that. Wow. Wait, how can you see where he's hugging, though? Is there a small you can hear his voice. Yeah, I'm a 7, 5, 400 pound warforged. If he extends his arms him. and takes a step forward, he's going to hit metal. Yeah. <laughs> God, that warm feeling sure. of metal. Yeah. That warm feeling. <laughs> pretty sure my, my wingspan is like the dock. The whole dock. So, Tyson, you hug Gragrock, the Warforged. Gragrock, you're not used to open displays of affection. This is the first time he's ever hugged anyone, I think. I think so. That and I know of. You're not getting a lot of physical attention from Dalvah. <laughs> no. He's not anymore. <laughs> he's, he's more of a cling to my neck and shoulders while yeah. I'm transporting him places. Yeah, exactly. He's more of an under-the-arm carrying the drunk yeah. <laughs> type of friend. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> We get places. <laughs> Do you? Yeah, we yeah. get places. That's Broke fun. into a house. Yeah. That's a place. That's- we got there. <laughs> we got there. <laughs> and back. No, that is irrefutable logic. You are correct. <laughs> 100 experience points. Well worth it. Write it down. Woo! No, no, write it down. That's worthy. You earned it. I know. I'm yeah. writing it down. <laughs> write it down again. You know what? I'll write it down again. <laughs> okay. So, Tyson, how long are you hugging Gragrock for? For a couple seconds. Just enough to say, Gragrock, Rogar's gone. Oh He's my. dead. Oh, dear me. What? How, how did you knew this? How did, how, how did this come to be? What, what happened? He fell in battle, I assume. 
All right, I, I release my embrace and I, I back up a little bit and I say, we were trying to fight this this monster. It was tormenting this logging village up north, east, east, northeast, <laughs> up east, up east. <laughs> <laughs> and it was it was too powerful and it overtook him and obviously overtook me. And I point at my eyes. Or the lack thereof. What eyes? <laughs> yeah, he said the lack thereof. <laughs> break down. Minus 100 experience points. He lost it. God. <laughs> write it down. Write it, write it the fuck down. Write it down again. <laughs> okay, so Tyson McKay really liking the role playing coming out of you. What would you like to say, Gregor? How unfortunate that one less warm body to wear some hits in the next fight coming. <laughs> I mean, honestly, Gragrock, you know, Rogar just, he has a heart. That's where he got him. So it killed him. Oh. <laughs> it killed him. Carrie. Yes. That's why I appreciate my lack of fragile organs. Mm. And emotions. And emotions. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay, I feel this like you metal exterior. This about you, Greg. <laughs> metal exterior keeps me protected from all types of pain. Okay, General Grievous, take take a step back. <clears throat> I say it's uh, it's unfortunate, but we'll we'll deliver the message to uh, the Knights of the New Moon later. We got a mission to do. All right, sounds good. Should we get to it then, to the ship? Yeah, I say uh, permission to come aboard, and I I'm speaking to you, Greg Rock. I'm gonna climb on you. <laughs> well, this is a lot more attention than I'm used to. Um, and here I, I said you don't get to talk much in episodes. Yeah. And now no one gives a shit about talking about it. If, if, if he hops on my man, I'm going to fucking take him off. <laughs> there's, Are you hopping on? There's two sides um, of his head, you know? One <laughs> shoulder for each of us. Right. Where do I go? Two of us, baby. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> that. He's mine. <laughs> yeah, I'm seeing a lot of jealousy. Do you want to talk it out, or do you want to... I'll levitate his ass again. I don't care. Do you want me to drop <laughs> him in the water? Yeah. <laughs> do you want me to carry you, Dabble Dab? Huh? Do you want me to carry you? Hey. Oh, my man. <laughs> he carries me, man. He's... God, guys, guys, I'm big enough to carry everyone, okay? Relax. This me. Only me. <laughs> okay. Get a little bit of a, little bit of an overattached girlfriend vibe from you here. Yeah. I'm not gonna defend it. <laughs> I'm gonna be, do you know how many years we've been doing this? Hundreds of years. This is yeah, I am. This man knows no other way. I'm okay, attached. then I, I leave it to Dabbledob and Gavel. How would you guys like to sort this out? <laughs> Are you hopping on him or no? Yeah. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Pulls out a spell sheet. Okay, here we go. toward. Yeah, you're five feet away, man. You don't need to sprint. Uh, Sprints. Sprint. You sprint towards. Climbing yeah. on your boy. Oh. And I punch, I punch you. I, I fight back. In the midst of- <laughs> okay, so they're fighting on me. I'm just going to say, all right, Tyson, you're ready to get this going. I say, st- stop it. This isn't what Rogar would want. We're family. Sharpie's I'm dead. My man. He has no say. I, if they're if they're on me, I'm just gonna scoop up Tyson and start heading to the shit. Like, I'm gonna hand Tyson McKay 250 experience points for this. Isn't what Rogar would want. That's true. <laughs> yes, and we're family, which I like. <laughs> I like that statement. As much as we're not, we are. <laughs> <laughs> we're dysfunctional, but I'm gonna need you to roll me a d20, please, Dabbled up. And yeah, well, I'm gonna need you to roll me a d20 as well. A 14. Three. <laughs> okay, so Dabble Dab, you swipe at Fievel, but with one of his four 
how do I describe mouse <laughs> hands? Digity, you know what I mean? Like they, you know how like they're thin and kind of like did yeah. With one of his four mouse hands, he grabs your punch midair and he socks you in the face. I spit on him. <laughs> okay, I'm not going to require a roll for that. Yeah, thanks. You just do it. If you have your spit on by double dub. I urinate on him because he's lower than me. You urinate on him. <laughs> okay, you have clothes on. Okay, no. No, he's <laughs> really not. <laughs> No, no, no. I just got some new equipment. I ain't getting it covered in urine. Yeah. They're on my back, I'm assuming. I, I, I thought Dabble Dab was on his way up one of your, like, up your hip. And, okay, and well, I'll just grab them both by the scruff the of the neck. neck. Yeah. And I'll hold them side, you know, out to either side. Okay, so you have them both by the scruff of the neck. You, you're holding them out to either side. They're both trying to swat at each other. One of them's urinating. <laughs> um, what is it that you would like to do? I'm going to say, you know enough boys and if they don't stop I'm just going to start walking to the ship and take this fight on, on board and get on our journey. You're going to wait till the devil stops pissing himself? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I assume he's a small mouse so I assume it wasn't a lot of pee. Well they've been on a drag for three hours. Okay. Got a small bladder. No doubt about it. I feel like I have to defer to him to find out how his peeing situation is going. Okay I'm going to let him finish his pee. <laughs> is that, I is that what asked if he could Fievel? dunk me in the water to rinse my, my pants off. <laughs> no, you made your you made your pissy pants, and now you're gonna sleep in them, buddy. <laughs> Fine. Actually, not gonna dunk him in the water. I feel like I should, just so that we don't I all think, have to suffer. Yeah. I think you should dunk them both in the water. No, the oh, you know what? The, yeah, that's a good idea. You know, I'm gonna say, cool off, boys, and I'm gonna dunk them both. Oh, oh god, I can't swim. I like <laughs> you don't need to know how to swim. He has the back of your neck. Also, what, I can see you what was your plan? Your when we were jumping in the water, then. <laughs> no, I'm moist. Yeah. I don't like being moist. You gotta make sure your herbs aren't damp. Yeah. Come on, man. You don't keep that in your bottom pockets. You keep that up near the heart. That's where. That's the good stuff. I need to smoke. <laughs> Dunking their bottom halves. Okay. Right, let's get on the ship. So you 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 have both of them by the scruff of the neck. You pull them both out of the water. Now you've got a dripping rat and uh, and a gnome. I'm not looking at you angrily. Well, I'd imagine. I don't know. Are you looking at each other angrily? Or are you looking I'm at still looking at Fievel. Oh, you're mad at Fievel. Okay. <laughs> okay, so clearly this hasn't subsided. I'm just going to carry them to the ship and say, Tyson, you, you know, follow me. Or like uh, grab my hip or something. <laughs> <laughs> I go for his hip. Okay, yeah. Uh, so you, you do eventually grab his hip and you walk towards the gangplank of the vessel. You have to understand that uh, all of the sailors aboard the Everybody's vessel, been watching. Everyone has been watching this entire thing because a drake was hovering above the water, people fell off it, you levitated them, you brought them to the dock. There was a nice hug, which everyone thought was probably going to be the end of that, but then, no, no. <laughs> the two smallest members ended up fighting, one urinating, both dunked in the water, and now you're carrying them both wet up onto the vessel. Yes. We're the heroes okay. of Ryberry. This, this is all I wanted. I just wanted to hitch a ride. So this, this works out. Thousand experience points, Tyson. I fucking love that. We needed the punch. Don't worry. We often stumble our way through things and get up the other side. We get, we get places. We get places. We get places. <laughs> uh, so, Fievel, you are held by the scruff of the neck and Gragrock's left hand in his right. He's got you doubled up by the scruff of your, your mage's cloak, your capes. Go rip it. Okay. Uh, and Tyson McKay, you're kind of hanging on to, or you got your hand on Gragrock's back as he walks up the gangplank. Standing, 
at the gangplank. You find Ari, the ship's captain, and Amara, the blue woman, who is standing beside him. Ari looks to you and says, My friends, welcome back. Good to see you, buddy. Good to see you. So he looks at you and he says, You gave us quite the show down on the dock. Is this the kind of shenanigans I can expect on our way to the Cobalt Isles? Always. Absolutely. <laughs> That's definitely what a ship captain likes to hear. He's going to have difficult passengers. <laughs> We're not I feel like that's what Ari actually does want to hear, though. <laughs> like it's a show. He looks at the both of you, Fievel and Dabbledob, and he says, You two just don't get along, eh? No, we get along. It's just after that's we my don't, shoulder to ride on, yeah, you know? After we don't see each other for a little bit, a little scrap is it's healthy for, for the blood, you know? Brothers fight. Ari looks to you guys and he says, Ah, do I ever know that's the truth? Yeah, so my boys, they fight every day. Exactly. So we got some fighters? Maybe, yeah, maybe we could fight some of them? Say, don't don't start getting fights going, you know. Just <laughs> trained in the ways of the pit. <laughs> so Ari looks to you, Fievel, and he says, Look, my boys are busy right now. We're preparing to make sail and get underway. But perhaps in one of the evenings you could display some of these skills you're talking about. Fair enough. Depending on the skill, you might not have a ship to sail after this uh, this tickle. Okay, you just call so, Chomper now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If, if the default be able to whenever you're losing a fight is I call Chomper down, we're gonna have an issue. <laughs> I have elementals. I can or not elementals. No, good idea. Let's just create fire elementals and stone elementals okay. on the boat. <laughs> Ari looks at the group of you and he says, "My friends, come with me." As he walks towards the stern of the ship and up a set of stairs, there are two sets of stairs on either side of these uh, large double doors. Up those stairs, though, you'll find that you're you're at the helm of the vessel, so the the wheel. He called us friends. Yes, Tyson, he did. <laughs> you'll be the new Rogar. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're gonna have to get someone to to play Ari full time then. <laughs> uh, are you guys following up to the helm? Yeah, Fantastic. I don't have a choice. And I, I'll, I'll I walk up there and, and <laughs> drop them. Okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so up at the helm, Ari, the captain, claps his hand on the shoulder of a very gruff and very experienced-looking sailor. He says, I'd like to introduce you to Mr. Vane, quartermaster of the Royale. Good to meet you, sir. Vane looks to all of you and just kind of nods. His eyes linger over Fievel for a moment, uh, but then he looks to Ari and he says... Ship's almost prepared, Captain. Nice to meet you, Mister Vane. And I stick out my hand to shake it. Do you have a problem with mouse folk? So, yeah, Mister Vane <laughs> clasps your hand, Tyson, and he says, "It's a pleasure to meet you, sir." Now I know what he feels like. <laughs> Plus hundred experience points. <laughs> and you're correct. This is stackable. You can do this for every single member of the vessel. <laughs> so Ari looks and he says. And that over there, he says, as he points to uh, an older-looking gentleman who's got uh, wisps of white hair and a long white beard, he says, That is Rourke, Master Gunner aboard my vessel. As you can see, we're outfitted for a journey like this, as he points to four ballista on each side of the vessel. These large, dart-slinging-and-flinging contraptions. Kind of like large crossbows for anti-vessel warfare. You're my hero. Okay. That's what uh, I say to him when I get, <laughs> just yells out to the ship. You're my hero! <laughs> and I shake his hand. Okay, so he then points to all the other crew members, um, and he says, you know, the ship's got riggers, carpenters, able-bodied sailors, and gunners, but you're going to want to stay out of the way of most of these guys, especially when we're 
preparing to, to depart here, all right? So you can hang out in the captain's quarters if you so choose, or you can stay on, on the main deck, so long as you don't get in the way. I'll try my best. I am just going to go in the captain's quarters, yeah, as soon yeah. as we're done chatting, because I'm, I'm going to get in the way. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think everybody here is getting in the way material, so I should probably pack it into the captain's quarters. Okay, fantastic. Amara stays on the top deck, and she's actually going to hang out uh, a few feet behind and to the left of the helm, just, you know, watching the sailors prepare to depart. If you guys would like to, you can head down towards the captain's quarters where it's a little quieter. Then you don't have to be on the main deck if you don't want to. Is it like, are we just going down or is Ari leading us down there? Ari is going to be ensuring that the vessel departs and gets underway. So yeah, we'll just make our way down then. That's all he has to tell us. Yeah, for now. Dabbledob and Gregory, you're heading into the captain's quarters. Tyson, what would you like to do? Or Well, Tyson's still attached to my... Or, well, he's just hanging on to you. Yeah, yeah, so I'll gesture for him to come with us. Okay. gesture, I'll ask him, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sign language isn't going to work now. <laughs> I'll say, uh, Tyson, uh, you join us in the captain's quarters? Absolutely. And I pull out my centurion spear and Whoa. I just use it as like a tapper in front of me. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. 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 Sharp and I stab him in the back. Are you doing sharp end? Are you tapping the, the aft of the, of the little spear? Or are you tapping the tip? Well, I don't want the sharp end pointing towards me. No, but I mean, you don't have to hang on to the sharp part of the spear. You can just hang on to the pole of it, you know what I mean? Oh. Yeah, you can hold it, like, in the middle of the spear. You okay. Could. Yeah, let's do that then. Okay, and last but not least, Fievel, where is it that you would like to reside while the ship is being prepared to sail? I want to stay on the main deck and see what this crew's got. Just kind of watch them immediately work. distracting. <laughs> yeah, I'll just I'll sit down and pull out a, a brick of cheese and just enjoy these men hard at work. <laughs> enjoy the men hard at work. Okay, you're definitely doing that. <laughs> All right. Uh, so first and foremost, uh, Dabbledob, Gregory, and Tyson, as you guys enter the double doors of the captain's quarters and close them behind you, uh, the scene that greets you is kind of a musty captain's quarters. There are windows uh, cross-hatched on the opposite side of the room. Red curtains that are pulled apart at either side of a very long table. On the other opposite side of it, there's a very elaborate-looking chair. A couple other chairs on the opposite side of the table, you know, on your side, for people to you know sit down with the captain and speak to him. This captain's quarters is quite full to the brim of various items. There are paintings hanging on the wall, some of them just, uh, you know, set up against the wall on the ground. There are a couple different statues, one that looks quite old and actually kind of marbled or speckled as though it's been in the elements for a long time. Uh, And there are other items like chandeliers, chests full of books, and various other oddities in and around the captain's quarters. Mm. So if you'd like to hang out and sit down at the table, you're more than welcome to. If you want to rummage through things, I mean, you can technically do that too. It's whatever you guys would like to do. So is there some coin lying around? Devil Dub, fill your boots. <laughs> uh, I was kind of interested in like a little chest full of books, see what he's got to read. Fantastic. We will get back to you in a moment uh, after we explain the, the getting underway and making making preparations for sale. For sure. Sound good? Because you'll have about an hour. I fumble around for a chair. Good stuff. <laughs> so eventually, Tyson McKay, as you walk straight forward and kind of tap your centurion spear back and forth, you do find uh, the legs of a chair and are able to sit quite easily. 
So up on the deck, you guys in the captain's quarters can hear what's being uh, shouted or, or, or said to the crew. And Fievel, you can definitely kind of take it all in as far as what's going on. Ari crows out, prepare to make sail. As the sails are unfurled, they're deep kind of red ochre color, very stark in contrast to the white sails of other vessels in and around the Royale. The crew works, and the Royale begins to exit port as the wind gusts into the sails, and the great port city of Malvista being left behind in the Royale's wake. Can we have conversation while this is happening? Absolutely, you can. I'm just going to explain a sure, little sure, bit sorry. about the vessel, and then it's all to you guys. <laughs> Sounds good. Ari is at the helm, and his crew are hurriedly taking out his orders. Uh, the Royale is heading towards open water, and within an hour, the port of Malvista seems very small and far away. It's within this hour uh, that Ari is busy making sail and getting the vessel underway that you guys are able to do whatever it is you'd like to do. Dabble Dabble, you want to look for books in Ari's quarters, more than welcome to. Tyson, you want to have a conversation, go for it. Fievel, you want to watch The Man at Work. And eat cheese. You can do it for a full hour. <laughs> Sounds like a soft hard at work. <laughs> if you want to get hard watching man hard at work, you can do it. Feel okay. while eating the brick of cheese. Don't forget cheese that. is one of nature's best aphrodisiacs. Phil <laughs> has no issue with that. Okay, it's a sensual food. Okay, sorry, Tyson McKay, you wanted to have conversation. So you know, while you guys can see out the both starboard and port side windows of the captain's quarters, and you can kind of see out the hatch glass behind, Malvista being left in the distance. What is it that you would like to talk about? First, I, I ask the two of them, I say, is, are we are we alone? Is there anyone else in here? Uh, yeah, we're alone. Just the three of us? Just the three of us. I start taking my pants off. <laughs> <laughs> You're Plus a robot. Experience points. Why do you have pants? <laughs> yeah. Armor pants. Armor. Yeah. <laughs> with the pants of the armor. They're armor pants. Oh, goodness. I would like to express my concern before we venture on on this journey of our mouse folk friend. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. You yes, dirty piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, well, I feel the need to remind you that all, your, all emotions are valid. You actually don't hear this going on. There's no hole on the main main deck or anything that goes right into the captain's quarters? Like... <laughs> <laughs> the captain's quarters is directly beneath the helm. There are cross-hatched open sections. Uh, I'm kidding. Go, some, go ahead. Let somebody <laughs> in, but you're not there. You're watching the crew. I am. Sorry, you were saying, Tyson. <laughs> yeah. So the mission is to get these Drake eggs. Obviously, yes. I don't know. If the other, he's been getting worse, guys. Ever since Rogar's death, he's he's been losing it. I don't know what's going on with them, but. Uh, I think it's going to be a difficult thing to uh, to hand those eggs over for him, especially with Chomper being uh, being a Drake that he got. And you think he's going to keep them for himself? I don't know what he'll do if he hatches an army of them. We're fucked. <laughs> <laughs> That's 100 experience points. Say, can he? Have you seen him control more than one beast at a time? I, I haven't, but I wouldn't put it past him to try. Plus, if he has Chomper helping lead them, then I feel that they would follow another Drake. I just think... Especially, especially one with such enhancements. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I just think it, we should keep an eye on it, and uh, it's a concern I have, you know? Fair enough. Uh, well, you know, if... Uh, I, I figured if anybody was to be carrying these eggs, it'd probably be me. I don't think we're going to entrust them to the small mouse folk. That's fair. Maybe we can... Uh, distract him when we go get the eggs somehow. 
Well, I can do that. I can do your shirts off. <laughs> yeah. We'll just give them a shit ton of cheese. <laughs> and the guy for hours. <laughs> it's a great plan. Honestly, thanks for uh, bringing that up because you know that's a, a bit of a concern if you feel that way. Well, yeah, Tyson's kind of spent the past little bit with Fiebel. And I'm not going to lie to you, things have been different, and I don't don't know why. (laughs) They're getting darker. (laughs) Okay, okay. So uh, we will definitely keep an eye out for mischievous actions. (laughs) Plus 100 experience points because I can't. (laughs) Cool. Yeah, thanks for for bringing that to our attention. Double dub, freaking focus up, buddy. Oh, I got him. Don't worry. He's mine. Yeah. (laughs) No, don't kill him. (laughs) (laughs) Do what you gotta do, man. Do what you gotta do. Any other conversation that you guys would like to have? Yeah, I want to ask them where they've been for the last three days. (laughs) Narrator voice. As I stood there, pondering how to tell them exactly about this exciting tale of stealth and cookies. No, so, uh... We spent our three days uh, completing some smaller quests for coin, if you will, to uh, better equip ourselves for the coming adventure. One of such adventures was a uh, B and E. Uh, don't don't tell anybody. You know, we don't want to get in trouble with the law. Guards. <laughs> <laughs> and here I thought I had to worry about Fievel. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're criminals now. <laughs> We've always been criminals, man. Come on. Yeah, criminals masquerading as heroes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we we broke into a wizard's house and hoped to steal or barter or just, you know, leave with something that we wanted and found a whole nother adventure in, in that house, as you could imagine. We met a new friend, Reinhardt, the monkey. I love that guy. He's a cool guy. He gave us what we needed in exchange for the low, low price of cookies for life yeah we set them up for a long time like three to five years at least yeah yeah Yeah. and they have a short lifespan so yeah he'll probably be dead (laughs) why even eat him then who cares he still wanted cookies while he's alive man because we made a friend and he keeps watch over that place if we ever want to go back check it out for more cool stuff fair enough and yeah the, the mission was a resounding success we made it out with not only what we came for, but also some more. Being a little bit elusive there. Some more, some more wonderful <laughs> items. Okay. You're saying a lot without saying anything. Exactly. <laughs> That's exactly what I'm doing. And uh, we're better off because of it. Amen to that. Yeah. What did you get? It? Well, I mean, other than losing. Wow. Rogan. <laughs> <laughs> Was that all you guys did? Was going yeah, to die? Just- Died, you know. That's all yeah, we, cool. <laughs> we just we just died. That's super fun. Yeah. No, no. We we took up a mission with the Knights of the New Moon, and uh, yeah, it went horribly awry. Uh, I mean, I don't think that we technically completed the mission. I was gonna say, so, could you say that you like you did it? I mean, they saved the kids. We got the they kids. Didn't take back. down the beast, but we also but, lost the majority of the parents. So I don't, all the all I the kids survived. We think. I have no idea. I didn't check on it. We left right after we got back. Not every child or all the kids survived. Many did, though. Ah, that's good. You win some, you lose some. It's all right. You lose a lot, actually. I think we lost more than we would have seen. <laughs> yeah, many different villagers were killed in, in, in the revolt against the Oni and the Ogre. Yeah. Yeah. There we were saved, 24 of them. 
over 20 died. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> yeah, we That's saved tough. 16 kids, Excellent. so the it's plus minus ratio. Seattle spends six turns of combat gliding towards the ground <laughs> without doing a fucking thing. <laughs> oh, God. It just go attacking right off the bat. That's crazy talk. As he said before, during the fight, if some people don't die, then people will just think it was too easy, so... <laughs> so you put lives on the line. <laughs> you throw a couple sacrificial lambs out there. But yeah, that was that was us. We just battled last night. Actually, I'm very tired. <laughs> mm. Why don't you uh, close your eyes and take a nap, yeah, buddy? You, you uh, close your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> That's a knee slapper right there. Minus a hundred experience. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Yeah, I, can't, I take a quick snooze while I'm sitting there, I guess. Okay, sounds good. And it was Dabbledog, correct, that wanted to take a peek at some of the books? Yes, sir. That were in some of the cases? Okay. Uh, so, going through these chests of books... Is it in, like, a fashionly order? No. Okay. Very disorderly. It appears okay. that these are just... Whether they came into Ari's possession, how, you don't know. Okay. But it's very clear that, you know, he's not, like, an avid reader. Okay. There are some books, one titled Pests and Rats, another titled Weather of the Oceans, Fungi of the Depths, Herbs of the Swamp. It seems like many of them are catalogs or, or books of reference for like a ship's captain or for you know a quartermaster to have so that if the need arises, they can address a problem, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Read the pests one. We might figure out a way to deal with Fievel. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, sure. Why not? Plus 150 experience points. Yeah, yeah. nailed it. <laughs> Mice technically are pests. So yeah, I don't. I don't really like all this hate. All of a sudden, if you don't like the hate, just change yourself. <laughs> <laughs> My, mine wasn't out of hate. It was out of uh, concern. I, yeah, and hate. I know you're out to get me. <laughs> Do you think, do you, well, I guess maybe this is a good time for for you and I to have a chat, Fable. Do you feel like this is unjust, all this Absolutely. <laughs> I think this guy's just pulling at fucking strings here, and he's just hoping, I don't know, to get an uprising within the group. He's trying to create drama that doesn't need to be there. So you don't think that you've been different ever since Rogar's death? Barely knew the guy. Okay, first of all, hilarious. Plus 500 experience points. Second of all, I I feel slightly concerned because I feel like you believe that you truly didn't know the guy. But I don't know what's real and what's not. Um, So you don't feel like anything's changed since then. You feel like Tyson McKay is just crying wolf, blowing smoke. I mean, I might be angry at the world because I'm not with my woman in the north, but... That's that's probably just about it, you know. But that's a, but that's an unrelated yeah. issue. Essentially <laughs> frustrated, aren't you? <laughs> I mean, you're up there watching hard men at work, so uh, I don't know what the problem is. You know? Yeah. So, Phil, tell, so we'll share share with me your thoughts. You, you, you think Tyson's? I mean, you didn't hear any of this, but obviously, you as as your person playing Fievel, I mean, do you feel like it's it's not true? You wouldn't you wouldn't do anything with the Drake's eggs? You just hand them over? Well, I mean. <laughs> Okay, so it is founded in some some type of truth here. But he he doesn't know this of me. I think you might be misremembering how much time you've spent with these guys. They know you relatively well, Phil. He knows you borderline better than you know yourself. Yeah, that actually might be true. And what do you mean you hate eggs? (laughs) It's just, you know, it's just a a thing I learned to do while taking time in the pit and on the Ramuski tribe, you know? 
humans. Yeah, humans coming over and throwing chicken eggs at us and then running away. It was awful. I'm sorry. I didn't know there were humans so close to the Ramuski tribe. I thought you guys were pretty backwater, pretty out of the way. That's what I thought, too. And now there's just humans showing up. Throwing I guess eggs so. at you. Camping guess around. So. Hiding guess in the so long grass. So. <laughs> sorry, I'm confused. <laughs> Good. So I'm starting to feel like maybe Tyson... And again, I'm the DM, so I'm not partial in any way here, but I'm starting to feel like Tyson McKay might have a point. <laughs> That laugh says it all. He's, cra- he's crazy. He's blind. Like it's, it's all going to his head. He's crazy. He's blind. It's all going to his head. Okay. Well, I guess. I mean, we can leave that there for now. I just want to see. I just want to gauge your reaction. See how you were feeling about that. The Fine. answer's not good. Eh? <laughs> okay. So after about an hour, Ari the gambler looks to Amara and also looks to you, Fievel, and he says, "Feel free to join me down below." I was going to explain our journey to your companions. Oh, okay. Yeah, and I follow them. <laughs> so Amara follows too, arms crossed as she walks across the deck. And oh, Ari- Arms crossed? What is she pissed about now? Uh-oh. She's blue. Wouldn't you be pissed? Fair enough. Keep continue. <laughs> we are moving forward. The double doors to the captain's quarters are thrust open as light pours into the room, and Ari walks confidently towards his desk. He claps... The warforged on the shoulder as he walks by, snapping a finger and pointing at Dabbledob, who's looking at the books and saying, Reading anything interesting in there, my friend? I'm trying to find a little something-something. So he then looks at Tyson McKay sleeping, walks around to the other side, places both of his hands on the desk, and waits for everyone to gather around. I will nudge Tyson away. Okay. What's going on? I'll kick the shit out of him for the conspiracies. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, do we need to talk about what it is that you know don't know as a player character? Unless you gave yourself supersonic hearing with those wings and four arms. That's exactly what I did. Right, right. Stop. I hear you writing. Stop. <laughs> All right. No, I just sit down. Fantastic. Say, uh, I'll, I'll tell Tyson every, everyone's gathered around and... Ready to get some info on our quest. Okay, I'm good. Ari looks to the group of you and he says, Just in case things go awry out at sea, as you never know what's going to happen, I figured I would tell you the plan, the chart for our journey to the Cobalt Isles. He points towards the Dreyfell Ocean and he says, Here is where we are. As he points, just off the coast of Malvista, the large sigil for the city embossed on the map. It's a very expansive map. It's almost the width of the table. What's the sigil look like? For Malvista? Yeah. Malvista sigil is a vessel. It looks to be more in the style of a longboat with uh, double sails. Hmm. Okay. He gestures and points, and he says, And this is Elathrion. His finger lands on a very large island, which is off the mainland. It looks quite a ways away, but the island's actually massive, very expansive. It's not small at all. It looks like it's greater than the size of the journey that you guys took from Ryberry to Malvista. It looks greater in length than that does. So it's a massive island. Who lives on this island? Elathrion is inhabited by many different peoples. The north and the south are very different in terms of their climate and temperatures. In the north, he points to another sigil of a city, and he says, The north is the city of Agoport, held by Vas Andras, the lord there. It is a massive city, thousands of inhabitants. Getting the shipping in and out of the city of Agoport is difficult due to the weather conditions of the northern seas. But larger vessels 
can certainly make it in and out. Wind jammers as well as galleons. What's the point of the city? Like, what, why is there so many people there? Good question. The north of Alathrion has many different commodities. Can't be accessed on the mainland. First of all, King's Root, very, very common uh, for medicinal use. Cinder Spice is made from the firebark of trees that grows on the northern side of Alathrion. And Viper Leaf, used in potion making, is also uh, only grown on Alathrion. In addition to that, there are mines. These are more to the interior, but water opals and white opals are mined out of Elathrion as well. So Agaport has become the main trade city there. The mainland sends many supplies, but for the most part, Agaport is self-sustaining. They don't require much from the mainland. Cool, cool. What's their sigil look like? So Agaport's sigil is a single tree, it appears on the map. It is a a shield as the outline of the sigil, and then inside is is a tree. Are we expecting any resistance on our travel there? I saw those ballistas and boy, do they look fine. Ari nods and he says, from the north, no. Usually it's just trade vessels on shipping routes from Agaport to Malvista. From the south, yes, we could expect some resistance. In the south, the waters are a different kind of treacherous, he says as he points to the southern tip of Alathrion. Pirates, my friends, under every flag imaginable. And there is a city marker at the southern tip of Alathrion as well. Hmm. What are your thoughts of becoming a pirate, Ari? Just a, just a question. <laughs> just a question. Ari looks to you and he says, Tyson, my friend, I have a little bit of a checkered past here on the open seas in the Dreyfell. Perhaps it would not surprise you to know that at one point I flew under the black flag. <sighs> but I tell you what. Agaport, under this new Vas Andras, his father was a corrupt leader. His son, however, is a little bit different. He has commissioned corsairs to hunt down pirates in the north. So, the pirates are mostly confined to the southern waters of Athrion. Good time to get out of the business, if you know what I mean. Hmm. I'm assuming they're sigils, some kind of skull and crossbones or something classic. It is two daggers. Two daggers. Crossed, okay. Mm, crossed. And a serpent intertwining between them. Mm, that's nice, yeah. Who runs the pirate city? Ah, Dago, the pirate city. Lawless and dangerous. Currently under the control of a pirate king named Seeger Morrow. Some call him the cripple, but never to his face. Whoa, that's my nickname too. <laughs> Self-proclaimed. <laughs> Maybe I am him. No, you're, you're definitely not. <laughs> so, Ari looks to you, and he says, Yes, the cripple is captain of a ship called the Grail, a three-mast heavy frigate capable of sinking nearly any vessel in the Dreyfell. Yeah, but is it capable of sinking a Drake? That I don't know. He is rumored to have more ballystun firepower than any other vessel on the water. And, of course, he is a pirate king. He has an entire fleet at his disposal of other pirates who sail under him. I'm still putting my money on the three-headed drake. <laughs> I love it. Have you seen season eight of Game of Thrones? Yeah, no? Was no. Shit. Oh, God. <laughs> if you write like that, well, we're going to go down. <laughs> you only have oh, one God. head. Yeah. Asking for some friends of mine, Dabble Dab and Gregory, is there a bounty on this pirate? Well, Vas Andres, leader of Agaport, has indeed put bounties out on pretty much all of the large-scale captains that roam the south. Any pirate 
and with his head and flag brought to the leader of Agriport, can be expected to receive a, a handsome reward. Both favors in the city, land, in residential or commercial districts, as well as coin. Kill them all. <laughs> yeah, we, we have you know, recently acquired some experience in chopping heads and bringing them back for bounties. Yeah. It's a good bit. The path to Seeger Moro is a bloody one. I mean, he has multiple captains, very, very strong in their own regards, with ships equally as impressive as my own, very, very unique in terms of their combat and their abilities. And if even you were able to hack your way through all of his captains, you still have to deal with Seeger himself. His vessel is always surrounded by an armada. At least three other ships protect the Grail. Torch the sky, (laughs) Fievel. However, if... Or just come up from, from below. Let's uh, yeah. do a little water walking. For the person who kills Seeger Moro and brings his flag and his head to Vas Andras of Agoport. I mean, the world is your oyster at that point. Oh. Fucking rights, let's do it. New mission, yes. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get there eventually. We don't have a timeline. Nonetheless. Our path is a little bit more direct, my friends. As you know, the weather to the north, unpredictable. To the south, pirates galore. So, we will be heading through Alathia, along the Enora, a river which runs directly through. Now, most vessels don't even know about it or can't take the path, mostly because their drafts are too deep. The vessel will beach itself or scrape its hull on the river's bottom. But the Royale is a, is a very shallow drafted ship. And so we can make our way along this path. The journey we are looking at is nearly two weeks to Elathrion, a single week along the Enora, and three up to the Cobalt Isles. He points at the map, kind of his finger tracing the route. So we are looking at six weeks as opposed to eight. What's the catch? Well, the Enora is a trusty smuggler's route, but it is not without danger. Fievel, you are correct. The banks are lined with carnivorous plants that snap up humanoids. And the river itself is full of quippers and crocs. Some of them giants. Mm. Just stay indoors, no problem. <laughs> Never leave the boat. Yeah, we'll just get drunk in the captain's quarters. Yeah, <laughs> I'm good. Got my weed. <laughs> I got my booze. We're and good. Once we reach the center of Lathrion, there are tribes which roam the forests. Friendly tribes? Uncontacted for the most part. Not much trade goes on there. No northerner from Agoport even dares to venture near the center of Elathrion. And of course, the southern pirates want nothing to do with the natives to the interior of the island. Warfare with them has gone poorly in the past. The tribe, by all accounts, are known as the Vega. Sometimes I have seen them on the shores. They stand in thick foliage and watch us, but make no motion or movement towards the vessel. So hopefully we pass through either unnoticed or without care. Are they human? They appear to be, but there are stories that the pirates tell of spirits living within them. Oh, wizards. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I was looking to, to dabble up for any I didn't, I didn't, on wizards. I didn't know what you wanted me to say. <laughs> <laughs> I was just making a joke because he has lots of spirits in him. No? Yeah, like alcohol spirits. <laughs> No, it's I, I got it. I just no. It's very good. It was very. It was a very good. Five hundred experience Write <laughs> <laughs> it down. Write it down. You deserve it. Okay. So he says, and then the, the journey is relatively easy. There is not much poaching of vessels on the western side of Elathrion, as there is not much trade route there. So we don't really need to expect any resistance from pirates, nor really any other vessel as we move up. 
as he points from the exit of the Anora towards the Cobalt Isles as he points in a northwestern direction. The Cobalt Isles are outlined on this map, and there are five of them, five land masses, it appears. Okay. And uh, what can we come to expect when we reach the Cobalt Isles? Oh, Gregory, my dear friend, that is a very good question. As I said, I've passed the Cobalt Isles many a time. I even made anchor once here. He points to the northernmost island, where there is a very large bay. He says, I took shelter from a storm, which was racking us from the east. But no, I have never stepped foot on the islands. Ships that have and sailors that have tell of horrors, and some of them obviously never made it off. Hmm. That's terrible, I guess. Yeah, so there are five islands in the Cobalt, and each of them has script beside it in kind of gold, very fine writing, but it is not in common, and... Dabba have you ever seen this? You're a reader. Of course. Of course I have. <laughs> I just read four books, I'll have you know. <laughs> Herbs of the Swamp, Fungi of the Depths, Weather of the Oceans, and Pests and Rats. <laughs> yeah, so, so there is a swirling script there. Amara points to it, and she says, Captain... What is the names of these islands? Ari looks to her and he says, Truthfully, no one knows. I mean, we know what they are in Elvish, but uh, as an elf hasn't been seen in Norian for centuries, no one really knows what it translates to. Okay, sorry, I used my comment a little early there. Dabbledob, have you ever seen this shit? <laughs> I'll kind of peek on the desk there and I'll be like, uh, like I'll read the names out and I'll say like what each means and I'll kind of describe how each looks yeah okay uh, well come on over this way then my friend you can take a look at the full map in its entirety and you can let everyone know the names of the islands so I'll point to that one I'll say this is Toladar the father island I assume it's because it's the biggest island and uh, this is where uh, the gambler uh, docked during the storm Boys, this is uh, Tol Gond. Uh, this is the Rock Island. As you can see, there's lots of mountains there, right? Those are mountains. There are mountains to the, to the northern side of the To the northern Tolgond. side of the island, yeah. Uh, this is the Crescent Island, boys. I don't know much about it, but <laughs> <laughs> we're about to find out. The Crescent Island is actually shaped like a crescent moon, nearly. It's not perfect, obviously, yeah. but that is the general shape that it's it debatable. commands. <laughs> what would you That's describe it? It's a crescent. No, claw. I'm not continue that. <laughs> a claw. Claw. Yeah. Okay. Looks a little like a claw. You're right. Yeah. But what do claws kind of look like? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, you got like the fucking nail part there, and then the, the hook. Oh, oh, a nail. Yeah. To the south of Tolkuran <laughs> <laughs> is an island called Tolnirnae. Is translated to mean in Elvish, you know, doubled up to mean the island of tears or the island of lamentation. Uh, Tyson's place. That's where Tyson, Tyson was born. <laughs> <laughs> I cries a lot. You notice that it is shaped somewhat like a teardrop. And the final <laughs> island in the center uh, is very, very small. It is actually just a fraction or a sliver of the size of even the, the second smallest island, which is Tol Nirnaith. And that is called Tol Angband. And Tol Angband in Elvish means the Iron Prison. All right. Um, as I described that island there, I'll say like to Ari, this is the Iron Prison. Are we ever going to end up there? So Ari looks to you guys and he says, My friends, this is your journey. You wanted to reach the Cobalt Isles. For what reason you have remained a little bit mysterious, huh? I'll tell you. Look. No. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> he says he's a liar. <laughs> now look, I mean, 
depending on how we approach the islands, we could land on any one of them. Tola Angband is small, certainly, but I mean, if we need to go there, we can go there. The easiest one to, to dock at will be Tolada. That large bay will make it easy for boarding the long ships and, and reaching the bay. The other vessels, I mean, and I do know because I have been on the, the western side of the Cobalts before, you can have lots of sharp and jagged rocks in between Tolgrond and Tolada. On the eastern side, you just have worse weather. So, you know, actually docking or making anchor on the eastern side at Tolkuron or near Naith is has been difficult in the past. Okay. Well, we'll just dock on the Father Island then. Okay. And then we can make our way to any of the other ones. If we yeah, have to, I guess. So we, that's like six weeks away. Are we making the plan for approach right now? No, no we're just looking at the map. I have right? a okay. general idea, right? Okay, yeah, yeah. How far away were they from each other, like, in feet? Or the islands? Monsters. Good question. So, Tolkuron and Nirnaith, so the crescent and the teardrop, which is coming off of the crescent, those are actually connected by oh. very small sections of, like, as tides rise and fall out, you could actually debatably walk through water and at, like, nearly chest or, or neck deep, you could walk from one to the other. There is no formal connection between Adar and Gond. At their furthest away, depending on where it is that you choose to cross, you're looking at looking at nearly 500 meters at the widest section, and at the narrowest, you're looking at less than 100 meters. There is a section of rock outcroppings that, I mean, if you wanted, you could hop from rock to rock on your way across, but they're very jagged and looks unsafe. From east to west, so from Kuran to Adar, you're looking at uh, nearly a kilometer, kilometer and a half. Same with near Naith, Tears, and Gond Rock. In the middle, Angband is nearly... 300 meters from any of the islands. All right. I ask Amara, I say, do you have any idea where we should be looking? We know that our thief landed on Tol Adar, as Ari has suggested. Mm. That is the easiest place to make the entrance onto the Cobots. From there, his last communication simply stated that he, he made his way onto Adar and into some sort of temple structure. But from there, we don't know. Temples well, on uninhabited islands. Is it going to be fun? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Are there any other questions that anyone has about the journey? I think we're good. I think I'm okay for now, yeah. You guys did some, some, a good amount of investigating there. I'm going to hand each and every one of you a thousand experience points for uh, charting the course. As my father used to say, quit crying and let's get to work. Yeah, pl- you had a ch- tough childhood, didn't you? <laughs> Plus 200 experience. Well, I don't know if it was tough. I think he just cried a lot. <laughs> Plus 200 experience points, Tyson. I like where you're going with it. Uh, gentlemen, if there are any questions, comments, or concerns before we leave off, I'd love to hear them. What did you, you, you guys do uh, down here while I was up watching the men hard at work? I slept. Oh, you know, yeah, Tyson slept. Dabaldon did some light reading, and I supervised the kids. <laughs> nice the kids come right. on you're younger than me don't you forget it I never will <laughs> uh, okay well ladies and gentlemen thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Dice of D20 it's been a pleasure we got the band back together boys it's exciting squad out baby squad out absolutely let's this make some was... beautiful music let's make some beautiful music together Mm. This episode was brought to you guys by Die Hard Dice, so check out dieharddice.com for metal sets, polys, and trays, and use your discount code DICED20 for a toasty 15% off. 
But ladies and gentlemen, that's all for me. Thanks so much for listening. And whether it was morning, evening, noon, or night, I just want to say we appreciate all the fans of Dicey D20 and can't wait to bring you guys the rest of Season 3 with all the boys rocking towards first Alathrion through the Enora and then towards the Cobalt Isles. So thanks so much. Take care and have yourself a fantastic day. Peace out. Peace. Bye. Love you if you have all. No. <laughs> no. <laughs>